0: Your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your Acme slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station podcast begins now.
1: Are you guys seeing any movies this weekend?
0: Uh, We actually went to go,
2: we went to Warren yesterday to go watch a man's bodyguard last night like, wasn't it good uh this one that josh saw got be oh. because we sat down and the people beside us and behind us were all coughing and sneezing oh so okay. we got up and we're like we'll watch it later all right i'm right. about to be surrounded by a bunch of sick people that weren't yeah. covering their mouth at all or anything i hate that
3: yeah it's ridiculous uh so you know what the problem was also they're disturbing us. no no, no, no. <laughs> the problem what where like where did you see it I doubt it was in the bow. Did you see it with the general common folk? Yep, it was. That's the yep. problem. Oh no, oh. never, never see movies with the general common folk. The peasants can't be. Can't you be cannot down there. do. It. You cannot do it.
1: The majestic
2: one was in with the peasants <laughs> for once. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, sometimes you have because to... because I have a know, vacation coming up in a week. <laughs> I wanted to save a little <laughs> bit of money.
3: Sometimes you have to, you know. Be yeah. amongst the peasants so they can know of your glory. <laughs> know of your glory. Yeah. You just need to come to the front railing
1: of the balcony and let them look upon you.
3: Yes, <laughs> when you're like peasants, gaze upon your lord.
2: You're welcome. He
1: must be a king.
3: <laughs> How can you tell? You should get a. Uh, you should get a dude like Geoffrey uh, Chaucer from Knight's Tale. <laughs> he comes yeah. in, like lords and ladies. <laughs> the hype man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. That's great.
1: I love that we meet that character totally in the buff. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Wait, is this the second episode in a row we've mentioned <clears> a <throat> night's tale?
3: I believe it is. <laughs> so now it has nice. to stay in. <laughs> yeah. It's Canon. I <laughs> it's <guess>. Canon. <laughs> That's because it's a great movie. Yeah.
1: It is a good movie. R.I.P. Heath. Oh.
3: Yeah. R.I.P. Robert Baratheon. And Wash also died in that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so does Chaucer. What does he dying um oh sorry i guess future Chaucer death what was he dying vision's going to die oh <laughs> <laughs> well i was say,
3: he, he didn't die in priest priest by the way underrated oh, movie i like priest is it? priest is yeah. a good
2: movie i haven't priest. seen that one i want to um, read the manga did he die in the other one with uh? Oh, it's like the he's an angel or he cuts off his wings oh legion legion did he die in legion Legion. yeah he might have died in legion i could be wrong though that's you're completely lost aren't you yeah a little bit a little bit (laughs) these are these are movies gavin
1: (laughs) no i know but um they're not movies i would have seen so i'm lost
3: yeah sorry they they weren't animated
1: well i mean that's that's usually the general rule of thumb but also (laughs) it it sounds like it was from a comic
2: book i have no clue actually
3: i don't think legion is oh uh, priest okay. was a uh it was a it's a mm-hmm. korean manga i believe okay. it's a korean didn't manga. know that or a korean comic it's something <laughs> but yeah but then they adapted nice. it and
2: made it american american speaking of korean there's a restaurant you should go to
1: oh i like korean food
2: uh Che. Che. Uh, i went there last night
3: doesn't
1: it... sound korean
2: I know. It seems like... <laughs> okay. Uh, got it, a big poster on the wall of a dude's face. <laughs> it won... Uh, apparently, I guess it got Best New Restaurant last year in Oklahoma. In you know Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, we went there, and it was awesome. Really? Uh, the bulgogi was amazing. And they bring it all out in, like, family style oh so it's like serve like three to four people mm-hmm. and you get like it comes in a giant skillet and wow that's it, really good that's what, awesome what do you usually get when you go korean
3: grabbing
1: <clears throat> it's been a long time since i've been to a korean restaurant i don't i'm not familiar with all their traditional uh, dishes like the names or whatever i mean i i love i'm a pretty adventurous eater so like i'll get
3: but golgi is the best because it's just meat and onions yep delicious
1: i like those things
3: but if you want more veg with your meat, then you can get the mm bibimbap. Mm-hmm. That's good. I stuff. tend it towards in, they put an egg on it. Delish.
2: Vegetables
1: and seafood. So those, if those are options, I usually yeah. go that way.
2: I was really bummed. And always that. spicy. Spicy, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And the the spicy food there, it's a little bit of heat, but really good flavor. That's good. So I was really happy with that. Did they awesome. do the
3: thing where they put all the different little side dishes and stuff on the table too? No.
2: Oh.
1: Other like relishes and yeah, niblets. No, it, it all... the potatoes and mm-hmm.
2: everything breads. was kind of plated on one plate. Yeah, they looked uh, really nice and stuff. Last time
1: we nice. were in Dallas, we did a Korean barbecue place mm-hmm. where they bring you your meats and you cook it yourself at your
3: table, like a shabu shabu. It was pretty
1: cool. Sure, I, I yeah, <laughs> uh, I like those words. But <laughs> they had all the little the little plates of uh, garnishes and relishes and that's cool things to eat. They're, oh man, so many good ta- flavors. It was awesome.
2: So. I definitely recommend that place. Cool, man. Well, I'm hungry.
1: Seriously, let's get this recorded so we can go eat.
3: (laughs) So, welcome to the (laughs) Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh.
1: I'm Gavin. I'm Corey.
3: I'm hungry. I'm hungry. (sighs)
2: I'm Corey.
4: look at that. (laughs) We make jokes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back again. The the three amigos. I'm liking this three-person deal. I think, the, oh, sorry. I think the three-person <laughs> podcast is pretty awesome. Well, I'm digging you. it.
2: I, I'm digging it, too.
3: Good. We need to get Club City on, and then we can have a five-person podcast. Oh, M- Or G- a six-person with Little Rimster.
1: Remy will be there. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> and
3: you've not met Liam or the Britannia? I've, nope. Not at all.
1: They're cool peeps. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're very cool. Awesome. Well, do we have any news we
3: want to talk about? i uh, got some news. Got all some right. news. Sweet. Um, the season finale of Camp Camp mm-hmm. came out on Friday. Yep. Um, go to Rooster Teeth. Uh, just sign up for a Rooster Teeth First account. You can get, you'll be able to watch everything. I think you can get like your first month free or something like that. So it's cool. worth it. Or you can wait until next week when it's out on YouTube. If you're mm-hmm. a schmuck. Not, not to say. <laughs> he just get... called us sh- schmucks, yeah, by did. the way. Did. Well, no, yeah. you didn't because you watched it with me. Because mm-hmm. I have a Rooster Teeth That's first true. Account. So,
1: friends of Rooster Teeth members are not schmucks?
3: No, I mean, you're you're a schmuck. Oh, oh, oh Corey's okay. He's watched okay. more paint cam. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a good episode, though. I, I, I missed probably the first five minutes of it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good.
3: But Corey and I watched it. What'd yeah. you think, Corey? I liked it a lot. It, it was really It gets you
2: in the feels a little bit. Yeah. Like, you feel really bad for Max, but. <sighs> now sure. i don't
1: i don't know how the show has gone in general but i like that they're focusing around my favorite character max it seems like the show's kind of made him the central character at this point he
3: kind of is but then they also do a lot of stuff with uh neil and nicky oh, okay yeah.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's funny last, stuff too but last, max is my favorite character
3: last uh last week episode 11 was just the flower scouts like oh, Max yeah. and Nikki and neil didn't mm-hmm. come in until like I five seconds one. left in the episode, and it was just Max. <laughs> Nobody else talked. It's awesome. What but about? yeah, it was all five seconds. Cabal. Like, we're go to Cabal. <laughs> I love him. <them. laughs> it it's
1: good. good. <laughs> it's a show I definitely need to watch Lost because this. the humor is definitely there. It's really funny.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, Gavin, what would you think of it?
1: Of uh, the finale episode? Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, I thought it was, um, you know, just I feel like that show just keeps really. Finding its groove even more because I kind of jump in I feel like every few episodes you one crops up that you show me and I can see the evolution of the show as far as you know they're really getting down the timing and the humor and the the writing and those characters and uh, it's it's quality man it's really good yeah I
3: kind of think it's one of their best shows from a story perspective Mm -hmm. um I, I still really like Ruby, but Camp Camp's just a little bit
4: higher. Nice.
3: And I usually wait for all of Red vs. That's Blue to come out, so you know, I wait for the season to end before mm-hmm. I season seventeen. So I believe seventeen. Yes. Dang. That's a long time. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Longest running web show.
1: <laughs> Guinness Book of World records. records. It is. It is. Sorry I'm, sure it is. <laughs> but, I'm sure it is. I'm sure
3: it is. But yeah, no, yeah, this one was good. I it, it is. It did give me the feels. because yeah. I was like, oh, Aw. and then I was like. Man, Gwen and David just need to adopt them. Then it'll be perfect. Still, I liked the Millers. These are my two gay dads. Yeah. And, the, and they do like a Ginyu Force pose? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. And then Dolph's dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just wanted to look at the sun. <laughs> Jeez. A L- uh, little, little dark there. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dad. Um, no, it was the sun. It was, it was bright. Um, we also had. Death Note, the live-action Netflix movie, came out. All
1: right, lay it on us, Josh. How was it? It was good. Really? It was
3: really, yeah, it was, it was quite good.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised by that.
3: I mean, they the way that they explain things mm-hmm. fits perfectly, okay. and you don't have a bunch of long-winded episodes of light just contemplating and thinking to himself mm-hmm. and strategizing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we only have a an hour and 40 minutes in this movie. Uh, spoilers. They leave it open for a sequel. Good. Okay. Which is good, because, I mean, like, if you try and cram the whole entire thing yeah. into the... Which they don't really do. They, they're very... You know, they, they pick and choose what they want to put in there, mm-hmm. but what they pick and choose fits, fits it. It streamlines Death Note. That's actually really, really good.
1: So, do they do it? Do they present it in a way that they're trying to differentiate it enough from what we already know, so that you're not spending the whole time comparing? Yeah, they're completely different. That's smart.
3: uh, Like with the Attack on Titan uh, live action that they did, Mm -hmm. they were like, "Hmm, what's the story of Attack on Titan? Titans break a wall. Okay, that's all we're going to use. Yep, and we're going to (laughs) use character names. Nothing else is going to be the same. The general story, forget it." In Death Note, they're like, what's the story of Death Note? They take the story of Death Note, and they actually use the story of Death Note. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is different because it is set in Seattle. Right. So, I mean, there are some differences, but when you watch it, you're like, oh, well, this actually, actually works quite well. Good. Uh, you get why Light's the way he is. Um, and uh, really, without spoiling too much, because it is so different. I mean it it worked. It somehow nice. worked.
1: All right, based on my impression that I got from the trailer, I'm going to ask you a question. Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being most like how much like Twilight was this movie?
3: <laughs> how much like Twilight yeah, was this movie? Yeah, 10 being the most like. Maybe a 3?
1: Okay, good. Maybe good. A three? So, cuz I was getting some strong sparkles. Twilight vibes. No sparkles, no sparkles.
3: but there is a That knocks off 2 right yeah. there. <laughs> there is a uh, there is a love story.
4: Okay.
2: So love you, story yeah, you Note, get so, that. Uh, nice. I'm going to watch it tonight. So I'm I'm still a little nervous about it, but I have to know: is there the sequences of like the most aggressive writing of names ever in any anime? <laughs>
3: no, and there was no potato chip part. Oh. And that part <laughs> was kind of sad.
1: That's in the but sequel. They don't. They, they got to well, hold some stuff back. Well, what's what's
3: really good is they're not. You know what? Let's just kill everybody with a heart attack like we do in yeah. the manga or the anime. I think one person dies of a heart attack. Everybody else dies spectacularly. Like nice. It's, it's great. Oh, that's cool. They do a really good. It's like almost like Final Destination. How oh, they man. kill people. Oh wow! <laughs> it's super cool. That's okay. smart
1: because that's a little more cinematic. Yeah. So that's cool. So, and, and
3: again, they do they do take stuff from the manga and. Mm-hmm. And That's incorporate good. it. So it's not like they just take everything and, you know, just spit on it. Mm-hmm. They do incorporate things, which yeah. is really cool. But then there's also there's a lot of differences.
1: All right. Well, Corey, next week we need to hear your review then of what you think.
2: We'll be here next week.
1: Next That's episode right. you're on, we need <laughs> you to do your
2: review. All right.
3: Unfortunately, everybody, Corey will not be joining us next week.
4: Nope. <sighs> which
3: is sad.
2: It'll yeah. Play. Have anniversary with, with the waifu nice so <laughs> happy nice so i have to miss next week but i will be there i'll be back after that all right uh we also have some
3: news from samurai jack <gasps> uh samurai jack will be getting a five season remastered Blu-ray combo pack
1: mm, on that October seventeenth.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Want so much.
3: Yeah, and it's we get the whole all the seasons, Gavin, so
1: I mean I I know. I'll probably end up just buying season five because I already have the first four. Or you can um,
3: just give me Oh no, they're on D V D aren't they?
1: They are like, and you them. have your nose firmly planted in the air uh, when I, it I, comes I just, to dvd yeah, I just said I don't want them.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're also going to be getting... Yeah, Fathom Day. Events is going to be doing a movie of the first two episodes, like the mm-hmm. whatever it was on TV, the movie event. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be hitting theaters in November. And you can and we'll just watch that. And So yeah. go to Fathom. I think we may do that, maybe. 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 Yeah. That'll be just fun. something cool.
1: I, I think it'd be interesting to see on the big screen. not done a cartoon cafe yet. It's the kind of thing <laughs> that... I don't know because it was made for TV. So blowing it up that big, you know, you risk losing resolution and I just don't know how nice it's going to look on the big screen, but I love me some Samurai Jack. So I, I might, I might just swallow that and just go.
3: Okay. Uh, Also a little bit of news from Batman, Um, Batman, Batman by Gaslight. Um, They've announced, well, they did a trailer. They've, announced who Selena Kyle is going to be, but they haven't announced Batman yet. But from the sneak peek that we that I watched, it sounds like Bruce Greenwood. Hmm. So Captain Pike himself.
1: So you, you said Batman Gaslight? By Gaslight. By Gaslight. Yeah. What what this is, is this? This is like
3: Batman Jack the Ripper.
1: Oh, so it's like Victorian era Batman? Mm-hmm. Is I'm it like steampunky it. or is it's, it's, it
3: well, not really steampunky. I mean, just kind of Victorian period. era was not all steampunk. No, I know, but <laughs> that's how people go oh, these no, no, days. Is, they always go steampunk? No, yeah, this is just like Victorian, like Victorian.
1: Really? Batman. Huh. So kind of like Sherlock Holmes yeah. meets Batman. Except Sherlock that's Holmes is cool. Batman. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> that that sounds pretty interesting. So this is a an animated feature. Yes. Oh, sweet.
3: And hopefully, I believe it's getting a um, a big screen treatment. It's Warner just Brothers like, doing just this, just like that. Yeah.
1: Okay, i I think I'm interested in seeing this. Warner Brothers does everything Batman. I don't say that ever about Batman, but sorry. Except but, Lego Batman. That was except the only Lego one. You were like, yeah. oh, I'll go see it. But this, wow, okay. I know th- you mentioned to me before that they have done certain like one off storylines with Batman where it's like totally different eras or different you know versions of Batman, and those kind of piqued my interest. So this is really cool yeah, sounding. I'm I'm really excited about it. I didn't. Is know there going to be do, like yeah. a Jack the Ripper, Joker kind of criminal in this.
3: Not gonna spoil it for you.
1: Sweet.
2: <laughs> All right, I like that. I mean, I have the graphic good, novels. Good like, teas. It's, it's in my closet. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glad they're going to put it in theaters, possibly.
3: Yeah, that's the that's the hope is theaters. Um. Yeah. We also have. Uh, there was a little bit of a leak from. I actually don't know how much of a leak it was, mm-hmm. but there was a screenshot from an upcoming or er, episode of season two of Miraculous ladybug that kind of broke where it's Marinette and adrian and they're dancing mm-hmm. and tumblr went Wray.
1: tumblr doesn't have any perspective they just go over the cliff every time oh
3: yeah well if it's if it's about a ship it's like oh my god i could die happy and i'm like you haven't seen the episode yet maybe we a way don't die yet so like, is this something season?
1: that everybody wants to happen oh yeah dude that's okay
3: it's like the ship okay yeah like there's no other ones it's not oh. like Star vs. The Forces of Evil, where there could be another ship. Okay. This one, it's like. So, this is the it's Ross all and or Rachel. Nothing. Exactly. This is Ross and Rachel.
1: Zach and Kelly.
3: Zach it... and Mary.
4: <laughs> what? Who? Nope, nothing. Uh... What? <laughs> this is <a> different movie. <laughs> and then
3: finally, in the news um, Barry and Joe, the animated series. Yes. We did the episode last week with Adam Reed. Mm-hmm. Uh, their Kickstarter ends on Thursday.
1: Thursday of this coming week. Yes. So go to the Kickstarter.
3: Thursday. You don't have to say this coming week. It, it, it ends I'm, Thursday. Okay.
1: I'm sorry. It broke your rules. Go to the Kickstarter. Pitch in some money. What is your deal? None. I'm just. It's Thursday the 31st. I'm not so
3: saying anything. So much head anything. shaking going on. I'm not anything. saying anything. All
1: right. Thursday the 31st is the last day <laughs> you can. Contribute. Guys, stop. <laughs> if you guys haven't gone to the Kickstarter, go this there. This is your
3: folklore. You're tanning <laughs> us a pod.
1: I'm trying to promote our friend Adam Reed's project.
3: It's like Quantum Leap. It is. It's presidents. like Quantum Leap
1: and Miami Vice and the A team and G.I. Joe all rolled into one. Oh,
2: and science. Oh. And science. Neil deGrasse and Tyson. Yep.
1: It looks amazing. So go give it a look. Um, donate. It'd be a really fun show to have. It's something that, you know, according to Adam, you know, it's not going to take itself too seriously. It's not going to be, you know, hitting you over the head with some stupid political message. It's just going to be about gaining perspective, which I think we can all appreciate right now. Yeah, absolutely. So
4: maybe he'll let us on. Go
1: Barry and Joe. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) I'll voice Joe bite. (laughs) Nice. Nice.
2: I'll just be my amazing self. We we
1: <laughs> tweeted it out a couple of times. You tweeted at Barack and Joe Biden yeah. and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Did any of them tweet us back?
2: No, not yet. Uh, All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure are you surprised? No, I'm sure
1: they get tweeted at millions of I'm times. I'm sure they're
2: going to respond back pretty soon. They're yeah. just waiting. They're, yeah. they're,
3: they're, they're so nervous, like, oh, Animation Station Podcast tweeted us. What are we going to do? What are we going to do?
2: <laughs> so it it's going to happen. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will.
3: Uh, oh, we haven't been tweeting at Lin Manuel. We have to. You need to start tweeting at Lin Manuel. Right. We need to get him on an episode. Oh yeah, for Ducktales. For yep. Ducktales. All right.
1: Uh. Gizmo Duck. <laughs> yes. I remember.
3: Yeah, Lin Manuel Duck Miranda. Nope. Um, so, <laughs> nice. do you think if Oh, oh, here, here's here's one. If If Neil deGrasse Tyson was a Canadian show about teenagers in high school, what would his name be? I don't want to say it. Neil deGrassy Tyson? I, yeah. Ah. Tyson,
1: not Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that that was a show, but I that's all I know about it. I don't know anything about he's it. Played by
3: Drake, yes, the very young Drake. He's in a wheelchair, <laughs> but it's but it's not like a a wheel. It's like Xavier's wheelchair because he's Neil deGrasse Tyson, so he's like. <laughs> <na-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs> Nice. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, so that was this week on the Animation Station podcast. My name is Josh.
1: <laughs> End of. All right, you want me to run down what we're doing next month? See. Sweet. So September, we're going back to a theme. We've got a themed month coming,
3: Woo! and we're
1: going out to sea. So everything is sea themed,
3: isn't it? Swim timber. We can do swim timber.
1: You like that? <laughs> uh, swim timber. Yeah. 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 Maybe that'll be it. I'm so uh, we're gonna kick it off strong. We're gonna go with Disney's The Little Mermaid for our first episode. See. Then we're gonna go back to our um, one of our favorite studios, um, the same guys that did Song of or Secret of Kells for Charlie. Song of the Sea, which I'm very excited about. I've seen it. You haven't seen it yet, right? Oh, no, it's I've been fantastic. waiting. I've so not good seen it either. Then we're going to see a movie called Shark Tale, which I'm (laughs) aware of, but I never saw it.
3: It's got Will Smith, y'all. Does it? He plays a fish. Oh, sweet.
1: I'm in. He's the new genie. Uh, And then we're going to end it on Studio Ghibli with Ponyo.
3: Panya awesome. Panya. Which
1: is really good. So we're starting with Little Mermaid and we're ending with Little Mermaid. Because yeah, it's basically ending, their take on Little, Little Mermaid. We're with Little
3: Mermaid, but we're ending with the better version of the Little Mermaid.
1: <laughs> yes, you did say that on a previous podcast. <laughs> I, I love them both. That's true. So it'll, be, it'll be cool. I'm really excited to to jump into all of those. There's not a single dud in the bunch, I don't think.
3: Is, is Kate Blanchett the mom in that movie? Mm-hmm. And uh, Liam Neeson is dad. Yeah. That is correct. And daughter is Miley Cyrus's sister. Uh, that and then, sounds right, yeah. And then the brother is the, like the fifth Jonas brother or whatever Todd? Todd Jonas?
1: I didn't know
2: there yeah. were more than three. There's you more than three? The, yeah. Oh.
3: how many Hymnsworth do you think there are? Too many. Two. I, I know three. of two. There's three. Is there three? There's okay. There's two,
2: two ones, and then like the ugly one who's still good looking. Oh, but he's no. a yeah, boy. yeah. He's, he, he's still good looking, <laughs> he's still but good he's he's short.
3: <laughs> yep. That's his problem. He's not tall like the other ones. Uh, so he's, pro- like, pro- he's <laughs> not tall and blonde. He's like short and brunette. No, the like, runt oh. of the litter. Yep. But he's like the middle. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it's
2: weird. <laughs> and there's the Skarsgård family that has like seven of them running around. Jeez. It's like the
3: Baldwins. There's like 38. Yeah. yeah, And then there's Adam Baldwin, who's not a real bald. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jane.
1: This has been your Hollywood family tree. <laughs> All
3: right. All right. What are we talking about? We're talking today about the
1: Disney animated short film collection, which we just watched. Yes, we which did. Which was awesome. Yep. So... You want me, guys? You want me, guys?
3: You want me, guys? You want me,
1: guys? (laughs) Do you guys want me to give a little background on Disney animated shorts?
3: Yes. They started in...
1: Ooh, this will be good.
3: 19. Right so far. Right so far. (laughs) 19. The first, like, are we talking like Steamboat Willie or are we talking about, like, the first Walt stuff? Yes. The first Walt stuff? 19... Thirty. Nope. Twenty. Yep. <laughs> nineteen twenty-four. Close.
1: Twenty-six. Farther.
3: Ninth- nineteen
1: twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one is when he started making cartoons with his Lafogram Studio, which then evolved into the Disney Brothers Studio, and then what we but know today Steam is Bo Disney.
3: Willie came out in nineteen. Ooh. Forty. No. Thirty. <laughs> no. No, it's fifty. No. Nineteen sixty-six. No.
1: Wow, dude. <laughs> 28.
2: Oh, <that> was close. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it, when we think of the world of animation and the world of cartoons, really it all started with shorts. You know, everything was just a short little film that you would see at the movie theater, either in front or after the movie that you saw. Sometimes it'd be a series of shorts. Um, But, you know, that's how the format grew. That's how the format developed and evolved into what we know today. So the Disney company itself is definitely built on the back of short films, Um, you know, most notable of which we've already mentioned was Steamboat Willie, which is where we were introduced to Mickey Mouse, obviously. And uh, it's also the very first time a cartoon had synchronized sound. So it had voices and sound effects that were synchronized to what they were watching. Previous to that, it was just you know music playing in the background, and sometimes there would be sound effects or whatever, but it wasn't synchronized. Okay. You know, so it was kind of like the old silent films where an organ player would just be playing along with it, but you wouldn't actually hear anything directly from the film itself. So Steamboat Willie was a very pioneering uh, moment in film history in general. It was you know it was ahead of its time. So the Disney company has always been kind of at the forefront of, um, you know, short, short form animation. Of course, then we have Warner brothers, which came in in starting in the late twenties with their Looney Tunes and Merry melodies. And you have these two kind of Titanic companies competing, Um, you know, so, so really the history of animation, the foundation of it is in short films. I have Uh, no clue. Yeah. And so the, the short, the short film is something I'm kind of, starting to get into myself right now i'm I'm really interested in in looking at them and and learning more about their history um and i think you know really animation history in general starts with the short film so um, today we're going to be talking about the short film collection that they released in 2015 or 2014. I don't remember now, one of those years. <laughs> uh, and it kind of has basically all the ones that they've done in the modern era, basically this century and a little bit in the 90s. Um, so it's, I think, 12 short films. Um, so we're just going to kind of go th- go down the list. We'll go through them in order. They're, they were in chronological order, so we'll just kind of go through them um, and just talk a little bit about each one and what we thought of them. All right. Groovy.
2: Groovy oh, totes my goats.
1: All right, so the the collection starts off with John Henry. John Henry is a very stylized film. Uh, you know, it starts out with a patchwork quilt that's kind of animated, yeah. and then it goes into the the full animation, which is a really kind of sketchy style. It's kind of a throwback to those um, um, Xerox era um, animated films that had all the sketch lines and everything still in the film, um, and it it's a musical short so that you know they, they sing along with it but it's the american folk tale of john henry which we all grew up you know hearing about him and paul bunyan and you know all those pecos bill and all yep. those guys johnny appleseed uh so i i think it's a it's a really good uh visual retelling of that story i think they kind of capture the feel and the the mythos of it um but but it is very stylized so what did you guys think of the look of that film
2: the look of it, I couldn't get into. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like the the draw lines popping mm-hmm. up randomly, and that, that kind of that, that bugged me a lot more than I expected. it well,
3: See, to. I would expect that from like something like Welcome to Hell. That's like an indie project, not mm-hmm. something from a major studio,
1: right? Well, I mean, it was intentional. I think you know they were definitely going for that look. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it was made in the '90s. It was directed by Mark Hen, who did Lion King. So it was done by people who. Do contemporary and slick Tom clean yeah bancroft was on it uh really clean animators but they were intentionally going for a style like that and you know definitely a lot of people want to see you know clean hard-lined cartoons mm-hmm. that's what they're used to that's what they're accustomed to seeing i typically do i think in this case it kind of worked because um, it kind of reminded me of you know a lot of american folk art mm-hmm. uh, which i kind of think they were trying to channel in a way I love the character design. I love the design of John Henry. Just his, just giant stature and and the way they animated his hammer swings. And I just thought he was a cool, dynamic character.
2: He forgot leg day though. It he did. He was he
1: was he was all upper body. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I agree with you in a way. Like I don't think it's the perfect style. It's not my favorite look, but I enjoyed it. I thought the music was good. I thought the voice acting yep. was good. You know, it's... it's a, it
3: is very long.
1: It did seem long. It was long... I think it was maybe the second longest one of the bunch, but it, it does kind of have a slow pace to it in a way, so...
3: I, I I do like that they did do something that, you know, that I like. They actually drew the background characters, mm-hmm. and all of the background characters had a different yeah. style about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. They all had faces, yep. which, is, which is a plus.
1: Yeah, they did do a good job with that. I, I did like that, so... Um, for me, this is a 3.5. I don't know if you guys want to, if you care to rate it. I don't care to rate it. To I'll it's... drop it at a 2. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I
3: would, so uh, if I average. would, it'd be a 2. I All mean. right, cool.
1: The next one that comes up is called Lorenzo. This is the film with kind of a, a noir lighting scenario, kind of Paris, you know, neon, weird, artsy kind of look. It's about a blue cat who's living high on the hog, eating shrimp cocktail while... You know, the skinny little street cats outside are drooling over it, and he's just mocking them. A complete jerk. <laughs> uh, and then the black cat, who kind of rules the neighborhood, slinks in and basically curses this cocky little fat cat yep. so that his tail, his giant bushy tail, comes to life and basically then just drives him insane to the point where he. Cuts off his own tail.
2: There's some, some dark <laughs> scenes in this one. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's crazy. So, what what was your guys' take of this one? This one's a really strange one to me.
3: I like the black cat. Yeah, the black my cat's cool. Character. He was cool. I wanted more of him or her. I don't know. Yeah, it was a cat.
2: It. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I didn't expect it to be as. It's dark. Dark as mm. it was, yeah. So the like black a-
1: cat comes up and he's got a like he's missing his tail. Well, the black cat, the
3: black cat's just doing his thing. He's just like, right. I'm just a cat. And then yeah, and the blue cat hey. knocks on
1: the window so that he can heckle him about his nub tail. Yeah, yeah like he's, and he's, he's like, doing his oh thing. And really? MC
3: Scat cat over here is like, hey, you got no tail. Yeah,
1: exactly. You kind of sounded like Robert Goulet from Gay There, Cosette, <laughs> <laughs> Cosette, it, Oh, it's Musette. <laughs> Musette, That's Goulet. right. Good job. Uh, yeah, and it yeah, and it turns dark. It's like okay, I'm going to drive you insane so you cut off your tail. Yeah, and he like
2: gives him the knife and uh-huh. he stabs he shows him he's how like, to do he's it. Like, Guess yeah. what? I you have a knife.
1: It's so dark. Yeah. So obviously, this didn't show in front of a feature film in the theater. Uh, it would have been great if it had. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lion
3: King one and a half. Here you uh, go, kids. It's got cats. <laughs> my
1: only problem with this one is I just didn't like how they ended up visualizing the tail once it came to life. It had a little too much going on. Like it had kind of arms and legs and it kind of had a mouth. Well, and it
3: looked like the, the red giant monster thing from Looney Tunes.
1: A little bit. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It just didn't play well for me visually. I wish they'd gone a different direction with it. Uh, you know, I like the idea of the tail kind of taking control, but it became too much of a character visually. And I don't know. It just kind well, it it's It's, it kinda,
3: it's the may the, the I, I see I wouldn't even call it an antagonist. <laughs> part of me's like that was the protagonist. Sure, sure and so, other cat yeah. I was really hoping that tail would kill him and then take over right
1: it almost did actually yeah. but it would have been cool. yeah, um I don't know just, that that part alone didn't work for me and it just kind of catapulted me out a little bit. I do like the colors and the lighting of it. It's really cool. The street lamps I thought were really cool. you know it's a it's that opening computer scene animated. where
3: it's all and then yeah that was that was really mm-hmm. good. It looks nice.
1: It's pretty cool. It's you know a lot of these were meant to look 2D and very brushy, but this was computer animated. Mm-hmm. Uh you know using filters and and textures that that made it look like a 2D uh rendering. But and I liked all of that. I just yeah, this the tail kind of I just didn't it like ruined the it for you? the way it looked. Yeah, it it just kind of it did it ruined it for me a little bit. So You're for, rate that one? for me I'm giving that one a 2. So
3: I'll give it a 3 for that. I was going yeah, 3, three okay. for me. Cool.
4: So, <laughs>
1: next up, we go to Tear Town with The Little Match Girl, uh, which is one of the saddest short films I've ever seen. You know, it's set in wintry Russia, so, you know, right off the bat, you're thinking, oh, Happiness this isn't going to oh, no, be... Oh, no, I was <laughs> making
3: jokes. Like, the first time I watched it with uh, Your Wife Guy, I was mm-hmm. making jokes the whole time. Right. I was like, the Bolshevik Revolution, those kids <laughs> over there were... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah it was. It's, I, it's I was just like, I, I didn't care for this. Yeah, like,
1: it, it, it's, it's really, really sad. You know, it, it's basically little match girl. The, you know, she's trying to sell matches for pennies or whatever they sell, use in Russia. I don't know their currency. Rubles. Uh, is it rubles? I don't, think <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, she francs. She, she can't reason. even. She can't even sell matches. Nobody's taking pity on her. You know, she's homeless she finds an alleyway at the end of the night and just kind of tries to hunker down and survive the night survive the night she ends up lighting a match to get a piece of warmth she ends up basically probably hallucinating you know and trying to her mind is trying to go into survival mode in a little bit and she just keeps lighting matches because she gets sucked into this delusion of food. Of and food warmth and warmth and, and family. And um, uh, nice. And approvals. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well, that's probably their equivalent to dollars, right? Yeah. So what would be their change? Find that out. Look that up. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, she dies at the end. Yeah. And the the vision of the grandmotherly character that she you know hallucinating was hallucinating basically kind of scoops her up into her arms and walks her off into oblivion yep. and then we're left with the
2: a dead, dead child's body the... there
1: and it pans up yeah. and it's so it's it's so dark it's so dark and sad
3: 100 kopecks make a ruble
1: Copex. Okay, so she was trying to sell matches for Copex and she wasn't getting any Copex.
3: She, she was trying to get Copex on the ruble. <laughs> on the
1: other hand, despite the sadness and the darkness of this unbelievably beautiful artwork in that yes. film, it was all watercolor backgrounds, which I found absolutely exquisite, completely beautiful, fully realized environment that she was in. I can watch this over and over again despite the sadness, because of the artwork. I think it's top-notch. Very beautiful. So what would you rate this one? This one, for me, it, I gave it a four. Okay. I, I really love the animation of it. It's very cool. One. one. One for you? Too sad for Josh.
3: No, it's not too sad. I just... You didn't like it? I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, good, I it's hope you die. <laughs> definitely
1: not for everybody. I'm going to go for with sure. a 2.5. 2.5?
2: Okay. I like it better than John Henry, but not quite as much as yeah. the other one. All right, so
1: the next one um, is a goofy short called "How to Hook Up Your Home Theater." Now, in this one, I they're like really—it
3: was a remake of one.
1: It's not a remake, but its, it's a very callback. similar. Yeah, what they're trying to channel those classic goofy cartoons of the '50s and '60s, and I think they do a really good job. They kind of bring it into the modern era, but they keep a lot of that retro feel. Um, you know, they modernize it in that it's about hooking up a modern home theater system. And I think it's delightful. I've always liked Goofy. I like the, the idea behind Goofy cartoons, you know, the, the slapstick silliness of it all, you know, it reminds me of Looney Tunes and this one is perfect. It's him bumbling through, you know, we've all done it. Sometimes the Herculean task of setting up a new home theater system. I've had problems. You're a genius, though. Um, I, I, when it I've, comes to electronics. I've been there, and, you know, is it the red cord? Is it the yellow cord? Is it, you know, this?
3: Well, conveniently, they the plug-in, the ports I, okay. usually are the same color. Okay, Josh.
1: The rest of us can get very confused with cords and and. You know, the general setup of these things.
4: Is, is uh, so we can relate thing? to Goofy. I think it is. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I'm older. He's 68.
1: Uh, but Goofy always plays the the everyman, you know, and so we can always relate to his struggles. And I, I think this is a great one. What I do you know. guys think of this one?
2: I liked it a lot. Uh, and I like whenever he went to the... Uh, the shiny store. Yeah, it's called shiny, shiny, stuff. shiny stuff. And <laughs> Which is basically Best Buy. <laughs> yes, and you see all the other people in there. You see someone actually stealing something. Oh, you did?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah,
2: whenever they first open, the doors first open, you see someone uh, like have a trench coat and he's sticking something in his pocket real quick. <laughs> I missed that. And then you see someone else is kind of rocking out with headphones on. Nice. And that was just very funny cool. little touches, but. Of course, the TV the size of a house.
1: Yeah, when he goes in there and he's like drooling over that TV that's just so huge and his cart kind of drifts off and you hear it go, tink, and it hits an even bigger TV. Uh, it's a great moment. I love it. There's a couple of Easter eggs in it. There's a there's a picture of John Lasseter on his mantle wearing one of his crazy flowery shirts. And then in his fishbowl is Cleo from Pinocchio. Did you see the other one? Ah, what's dopey the other one? Dopey Digital. Ah, what was that?
3: Dopey Digital. It had a picture of Dopey. For Dolby oh, it's Dolby. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, it's Dopey Digital. <laughs> nice. And it's just I a little picture of Dolby. It. It's on. It's on the box. The oh, that's. Box. I yeah.
1: missed that. That's awesome. Very cool.
3: Uh, I've never liked Goofy. Yeah, uh, I didn't think you would. Yeah. It's too silly for you. Uh, he Love was, Goofy. He was never my my character. Oh, choice. Yeah. Yeah. Of but, the of the
2: of the original Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> oh, it because he's got it. A little bit of a sidetrack here, but I'm curious. Did you like Goofy in Kingdom Hearts? I never
3: played. Here's the thing. I broke kingdom hearts. I've, I told oh, you about yeah. that, right? You told I, us about it yeah, on the podcast. I've, yeah. I've played it and then when that first town, you run around and Goofy and Donald are supposed to find you it never found me. Like I ran around all the places, like they're supposed to drop in at one point, I went past it and then they just never came to me. Like I I, I fought oh, heartless he left alone. I I <laughs> ha- I had to fight heartless by myself because apparently you're not supposed to fight heartless yet, but I was already fighting them. So I'm like well, it seemed weird. That's disappointing. Okay, yeah. Uh, but watching it, it was one of those like I just never, never, yeah. never anything for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's that's probably a bit of an age bracket thing because I adore Goofy. I, I love Goofy though. Do you? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I, I like
3: all I the never original liked guys. Goof Troop is that a thing? <clears throat> that if was a thing, but like, it was not of a, my era. I yeah. wasn't a big fan of Goof Troop. <clears throat> I like Goofy movie. Never liked the Goofy movie.
4: Yeah. Ooh.
1: I, I grew up with all the, the classics of, of Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and, and Goofy. so. But there was those, that those one dude, my boys.
3: uh at D23 who was just as... What was the...
1: Oh, from Powerline. From Powerline. The main guy from Powerline. From
2: Powerline. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good, good
3: cosplay. Goofy movie.
2: Mm-hmm. So what's your best Goofy impersonation?
1: Oh, I can't do Goofy. <laughs> Gorsh. Kind of. That works. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're the voice guy. You got a Goofy in your back pocket? Can you whip that out? No. no okay
2: I, I got nothing for it oh, oh, so you
1: changed. oh that was pretty good <laughs> no,
4: that's
2: oh
1: that was garment. really good actually no, that, wasn't, that wasn't bad yeah. you, you you're better than you think you are i'll cool. uh, uh, give it a two two what do you got i'm gonna okay give three all right I, I, I i'm 3.5 on that one that one's above average for me the next one is a cg short called TikTok. this is the one about the clock shop and the one clock, clock that they all make fun of that ends up saving the day when a burglar shows up yep. so what do you guys think of this one
2: I actually really enjoyed this one yeah. a lot more than i thought i would i did too i didn't like the cg
1: oh really yep what what fan. about it didn't you like
3: i didn't like the look of it honestly like i was it too not, slick or I just, yeah i don't know it it's not that it looked real mm-hmm. but it didn't look fake enough okay. does that make sense it was, was in like, that weird middle ground it's in that yeah i'm like mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it go all the way mm-hmm. and then like the way that the burglar looked he looked like I don't know. I mean, I guess he's supposed to be greasy burglar man, but he looked like greasy burglar man. I did like when, (laughs) when the guy left, I liked his shoes. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, your Oxford's look really nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, I actually liked the look of the animation in that one on first viewing. I didn't really care for it. It took me a couple of viewings of this one to really kind of come around to it. I felt like the clocks all looked a little too real and and in a lot of ways kind of static in their design. But having watched it a couple of times, I picked up on a lot more of the subtleties. And I think they do an amazing job storytelling with characters that don't speak. Mm-hmm. You just get it from gestures. And I mean, I don't know. I, there's something about it that just kind of works for me. I, I think it's a fantastic little I, film. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, I thought at the very beginning I was going to hate it mm-hmm. because I, at first, you hear just all the clocks ticking. I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is going to drive me crazy. I, I can't do this
4: one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do a
1: good job of kind of toning that down, bringing that up, and then bringing it down, yeah. bringing it up, and bringing it down, so that you're not just hearing constant clocks. Yeah, I couldn't work in a clock shop. Nope, that would there's be no way. Crazy. Uh, but I agree with that. I thought the music in that one good. was you're, pretty good you, too. You,
3: you work very well with small things.
1: No, I mean, I could do the work, but hearing that noise all the time, I don't think I could do. Unless at some point you're just able to tune it out, which I suppose you probably could. At some point, but whenever you have hundreds of clocks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, when it's high noon and they're all going off, you're like, ah, (laughs) lunchtime, I'm out.
3: Just like McCree. (laughs) All right, so
1: that one, I'm actually giving a four. One. 3.5. You really didn't like it. A 3.5? Yep. Okay, cool.
3: I um,
1: that one. Next <laughs> up is a little uh, a little spy film, the Prep and Landing short. I I didn't get the subtitle of it. It's called Operation something, Mission Operation ho, ho, Something. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, Prep and Landing, which is there's a bunch of them. There's it's like a series. This is the only thing of Prep and Landing I've ever seen. Is what's in this collection. I liked it. I thought it was a fun little adventure. I thought the animation was good. Betty White's always nice to have around. Can't go wrong with Betty White. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was, it was pretty sweet. The ending's really sweet. I like how it ends and, you know, uh, Santa's touched. Because you don't think about, you know, him getting, getting the, gift. the present that he wants, you know. And it was kind of nice that the guy that gives us all our presents got a present that he loved.
2: And the elves were, were cute. The elves funny. were cute. They were funny. I like uh, how I like the, they were
1: really little. Yeah. Like yeah. gnome-sized. I like that.
2: I like how they have to keep... Uh, their emotion, not 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 emotions, their fear in, in the mm-hmm. hat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that was just for <laughs> that. that one it was part. like his coping
3: yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. technique where yeah. do we, where, do where do we put in our the... worry and then in the hat. he panics. He's like,
3: "My hat's leaking." <laughs> that was good. It was good. Yeah. It, was, it was yeah.
4: It was I good.
3: I quite enjoyed this one. Like like I said, like if you're gonna do the CG animation, mm-hmm. just go for it. Yeah. And this one. They went for it. They mm-hmm. chose the style that they wanted. They didn't want to make it look real because mm-hmm. that would have looked stupid. Yeah. So they chose what they wanted to do. They did it. Um, and I, I thought it was great, just like uh, all of the other reindeer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Uh, you know, it. it I, I think it really reminded me a lot of The Rise of the Guardians, which you also yeah. liked. The style was very similar in its animation. So it makes sense that visually you're like, oh, yeah, I like that because um, that was one that you liked. So it makes sense. Cool. Uh, For that one, I give that one a 3.
3: I have that one a 5. Nice. Very cool. I went 3.5 on that
1: one. Okay, cool. So we all like like that one.
3: I I like the spy stuff. I thought it was really good. Excellent.
1: Next, we're off to Scotland for The Ballad of Nessie, which is a really fun one. Billy Connolly narrates the whole thing. (laughs) I'm sure you'll do better. There's I'm sure you'll I, give I us some I Scottish beer.
2: I can't do Scottish at all. He, 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 he does. I'll beer. <laughs> the thing about Scottish
3: is it has to be so hard it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you do it, you do it from your soul. Nice. Well done. You're done good, kid. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Anyway, The Ballad of Nessie. I didn't roll my R's there very well. Is uh, <laughs> a <laughs> fun little poem about the story of Nessie. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster. Did it rhyme? I wasn't paying yeah, attention to that. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was definitely yes. a a ballad style poem. Um, you know, about this cute little monster who lives in a pond and the then ducky? gets chased out by a McQuack. golf developer. Yeah, Mcquack. And Mcquack is totally adorable. Um, I want a
3: Mcquack. Can you draw Mcquack? I can.
1: I can, do have that ability, can yes. Can you
3: 3D print Mcquack?
1: I don't have a 3D printer. Uh, Oliver.
3: Does he have uh, a 3D printer? Uh he works in a lab.
1: Oh. Why isn't he making Chicago. all of our D&D characters? <laughs> <Bro>. Cuz <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> it's, it's too expensive. I'm well, sure. no, he'd probably get kicked out. <laughs> all right, right. <laughs> We it. need to come up with an experiment, yes. a legitimate experiment that he can, that the result ends up in us getting D and D characters 3D printed. But you know, it's testing something.
2: How much lead can we put into this without <laughs> it being too poisonous? So <laughs> there you go. You just keep testing the, it the ratio of chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, Ballad of Nessie <laughs> is a great little fun tale. Uh, it grossed Corey out a bit at the end. Um, you want to tell everybody why?
2: <laughs> so. Nessie's trying to find a lake, mm-hmm. and she gets told over and over, "Don't cry,
4: pip, 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 pip. Mm-hmm.
2: And she eventually starts to lose it, starts bawling for days and weeks, mm-hmm. and then she opens her eyes after she stops crying. There's no more tears, and there's a gigantic lake. And just like Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> no more tears. First thing she does is jump in a giant puddle of her tears. Yes, gross. Well, she doesn't know. <laughs> she
3: she just she just cries. She didn't know. Well, McQuack Mac-
2: knew and didn't even say a word. It's a terrible friend. It is. <laughs> but Clark was like, home. <laughs>
1: it is an interesting concept. If if you could have a, a collection big enough of your own tears, would you get into it?
3: Yeah,
2: probably.
1: It'd be like salt water. You could float yeah. real good.
2: Yeah, you could salt. <laughs> no, can't I'd do it. it. I don't do you know if I would either. Uh, it is kind of you weird. You guys are a bunch of wuss bags. <laughs> like, in all honesty, if there's a lake full of tears... A million like,
3: dollars, but you gotta swim in a lake of your tears. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And just live there.
1: Nice. I mean, yeah, for a million dollars, I'd definitely do it.
3: Plus, she's got that awesome castle. That, that was that's cool. That's a little true. island that's with
1: true. the castle tower in the middle. I did like that. So this this one's totally delightful to me. I give it a four point five. 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 I'll give it. A, I'll give it a four point five as well. Nice. Yeah, we all love that one. It's it's just so fun. Next <laughs> is the um spin-off short from Tangled called Tangled Ever After. <laughs> it's the one that happens after Tangled Before Ever After, the series. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of weird, but uh yeah, it's basically where we get to see Rapunzel and Flynn get married. And then Maximus and Pascal
3: almost ruin it
1: by losing Wait. the rings.
3: So it's Tangled but then Before Ever After comes before ever after mm-hmm. which tangled the series takes place but nope after <laughs> before loop. ever after <laughs> yeah so ever after is after bef-
1: right you got it before <laughs> ever <I> after <laughs>
3: and before tangled the series but after tangled
2: and i've seen none of
3: it <laughs> ah, so
1: ridiculous. Yeah, we found out today that Corey's never seen Tangled. We're, another we're correction. To, we're, so, well, here's the thing. So Princess Mononoke, to... Tangled, and I'm sure there's like 18 Well, others. what we're going to have to
3: do is we're just going to have to start over from episode one again, and we're just okay. going to redo. So season two of the animation station is going to be just Remakes. a recap <laughs> a recap of season one of the animation station. All right, station. so
1: next week we're going to be doing Cowboy Bebop with Corey. Yep, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop the movie. It'll be fun. That's hilarious. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, this this is basically, um, you know, just a, a slapstick kind of um, series of unfortunate events. It, you know, the rings escape them. They're at the castle at the top of uh, what is the city called? I can't remember. Uh, I,
2: I don't know. I haven't seen it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> uh, it's a hilltop city. So everything's, you know, the at Citadel. an angle. So the rings escape and gravity takes over and none of these are correct. People don't listen to them. Uh, (laughs) Gravity takes over and the rings are just racing down through the city streets and it's up to them to try and get them. And, you know, everything wrong that can happen basically happens along the way. But they get the ring back. My thing with that was just in the nick of time that
3: had to have cost thousands in property damage oh yeah disaster
1: i'm mean, absolute disaster just
3: the wine itself i know good lord
1: yeah, i know tidal wave of wine mm-hmm. pouring down the streets yeah Destroy they tore it up chickens. they ruined all the celebratory things that were oh, in good. place for the wedding um you know ruined, lives ruined ruined the the tar factory
3: that poor little girl lost her lantern
1: poor little girl lost her lantern i mean ridiculous but they got the rings back.
3: But I will I I'll, I'll go in and, and say And then they lost the cake. I'm gonna say it again. Tangled does a good job of their background characters. Yes, they I give agree. their background characters faces and personalities, mm-hmm. and you see that in this. Even though we see them like as they're usually running away, mm-hmm. um we, they still have character. Like you can yeah. still see emo- like that poor little girl. she like she's like looks at it and she's like, Oh <laughs> my lantern's gone. Yeah, and you're like I understand how you that would be a little girl. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it with another movie here oh, yeah. in a few. Oh, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, Tangled is uh, just a much more fully realized concept than other more cold movies. <laughs> uh, okay. that's so probably really loud. Sorry. I give that one a four.
3: I give it, well, I mean, it's also got two of my least favorite characters from Tangled. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I'm going to go four as well. Nice. I, I actually enjoyed
2: that one. A lot. Yeah, really, can we, can we, really we all beautiful. like
3: decide on one together <laughs> please oh like, like all be in agreement all, all be in agreement on one we might Would, be we,
1: on this next one this should be good here next up is a very interesting short film called paperman
3: starring carrie walgren as <laughs>
1: apparently woman who makes a noise
3: i think she was <laughs> like <laughs> a half giggle she she giggles when she's like I think, right. that's, I think that was her line. Wow. And she probably got and paid at least $20,000. Wow. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so this is another example of a computer animated film made to look 2D. It's got a really cool romantic glow to it. Kind of the sepia toned, you know, kind of what we envision as classic era New York City with those sharp angle lights coming across. I love it. I love the the shadows that are cast by the skyscrapers and. You know, the little paper airplanes will come in and out of shadow as they fly across an area. Uh, I think the character design is fantastic. The music is good. The story's great. I just... Man, it's just such a solid little film. It was a home yeah, run.
3: Animation's good. I mean, it is, yeah. it's pretty fun. I'm like, when he's on the subway mm-hmm. with the little boy and he tries to get up, and <laughs> and it's like, the, dang it. Yeah, the plane's and pushing the back down.
1: Her. It's such an interesting concept. It's like this, this idea that, you know, fate led to this meeting and then fate just kept, like forcing it to happen and you know he felt like he was failing the whole day and then when he's at that give up point all those planes that he tried to fly across the street and get her attention with end up bringing them back together and i don't know it's just like there's no sense to it but
2: It was just enjoyable. But at the same time, it kind of makes sense. And then they
1: go, oh, sweet.
3: I think he lost his job, though.
1: (laughs) Most likely. I'm sure, yeah. I I hope she she got her job. I hope she did.
4: (laughs) Oh, really? Mm. Yeah,
1: it was kind of like a we'll call you kind of moment. (laughs) Oh. So, I don't know. They're living on love. They don't need money.
3: They have magical paper airplanes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They do. They have magical paper airplanes. Uh, But it's just so sweet. And uh, those characters are instantly likable. And I don't know. Fantastic. So what do you give this one? 5.
2: 5. 4 no, 5. <laughs> so nice! I was say, like I will throw something at you. No, this was a very very good one.
1: That I I figured that one would be our consensus one. Um it's just so likable. It's it's a beautiful beautiful film.
3: And then we go from that to
1: Get a Horse. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple more. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Get a Horse is another one where they're kind of channeling vintage Disney cartoons, where it starts out looking like a Mickey Mouse cartoon from the 20s. And then they break the, not the, kind of the fourth wall. They break through the, the movie screen, which is on the screen, and it becomes CG. They're in 3D. In color. In full color. And then they're interacting with the film still. The characters are... Or aware of each other on both sides of the screen, so it's kind of a meta, kind of weird concept that, um, you know, I love it. They, they play with so many gimmick ideas in this that harken back to those old cartoons where you can turn your cow into a plane, which they do in old Mickey Mouse cartoons, like weird stuff that like was a that. Horse. And was that the horse? Yeah, okay, you can turn your horse into a, mm-hmm. into a plane, and what's that
3: horse's name?
1: I have no idea. I'm sure idea. it has a name. And I'm sure it that cow does. has a name, too. I think the cow does. Usually
3: I know. feel like
1: one of them oh. is called Mortimer.
3: That's a mouse. Mortimer the mouse. I don't the know. The original Mickey Mouse. Right. No, that's not. Yeah, it is. Uh,
1: Mortimer. I don't know the horse or the cow's name right now. We could. Oh, Clarabelle, I think, is the cow. Pretty sure.
2: That makes sense
1: anyway uh i i'm fascinated by this it's it's a really cool concept to combine the new and the old in that way where they're jumping back and forth from like alternate universes almost and i i I think it's entertaining do you guys like it
2: at the beginning i was terrified i was Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna like this at all i don't want to watch an old school black and white thing i can't do it yeah i thought it was weird i was like
3: this is weird. Yeah. Like I'm surprised they're throwing this in this DVD for.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then whenever he breaks through the screen and mm-hmm. there's color and you still see the with the hole in the screen, you see color going through into right. the, the black and white world. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this a lot better now.
1: Yeah. Now um, have you guys watched a lot of those Mickey Mouse cartoons from the twenties? Have you seen any of I've them? I've seen really? some of them and yeah.
2: I just, it's not for me. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a
1: totally different era and idea of cartoons was happening at that time. So it's almost hard to understand. Like, okay, what are they trying to even do here? But I, you know, I've watched probably the majority of them. I I definitely haven't watched all of them. Um, So I, I kind of, I enjoy them on a different level. But with this one, I agree. Like when it breaks into the color you're like, oh, this just took, took it yeah. to a whole different level. And I think it's so cool. My favorite part is when they end up underwater. And so the weight of all that water ends up spilling out. You know, yeah. He pokes a hole in it and it spills out and all that water rushes out. And and then it's on at that point. Yeah. And then they go crazy with um, you know they see that they can make him fall and they're like that, okay that remix that how, they do how, is can really we, cool. how can we make him fall again they do it and again they and they're like out. okay what else can we do and they start spinning the screen and they're like we can go back and forth and we can make him do this again and again and he just gets the tar beat out of him and it's so hilarious to me I think it's I think it's a really cool concept
3: Yeah that was a good one We have another instance going harkening back to last week's episode with Fivol a cat wants to get with a mouse. <laughs> yeah. What is up with that? I
1: don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. I don't know that he wanted... Yeah, he did. Yeah, really. he no, did. He, he was like... Just oh, her out. Man, yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. Ed letrus Pete. Uh, all right. For me, this is a 4.5. Three. I'm going to go with a 3.5. Okay. Cool. Because I was still... At the very beginning, I'm just thinking,
4: no. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um. Okay.
1: Next was... Feast. Oh, next one was Feast. Yeah. This is the one... It's very similar style to Paperman, except in color. So it's kind mm-hmm. of that, you know, it's got that romantic glow to it. It's computer animated, but it's made to look 2D. And I think it's a beautiful little story. Fun little, that dog character is just so delightful. Yeah. You just, you, you feel all his emotions, you know, and, and his excitement over spaghetti and meatballs and all the crap food all that food. his <laughs> terrible owner is feeding him. Uh, but, you know, and then he, I don't know that a, Dog would ever like realize the things that Winston realizes in this movie. Um, but he basically ends up getting the couple together mm-hmm. in the end, and it's a it's a happy ending. And then they have a kid and the kid starts dropping all his food and it's so perfect. It was a happy ending. It was a happy ending, yeah. So <laughs> I love this movie. I or this film. I think it's so enjoyable.
2: Yeah. I, I liked it a lot and just the emotion you get from like you said, from the dog itself. Like mm-hmm. it, it, Got me in the feels, right? So I, I enjoyed this one a lot.
1: I knew that that you would like that one as as a dog owner, dog lover. That that in particular, I, I was like, oh, he's he's gonna like this one yeah. a lot. It's really good. I'm not a dog person. I'm not. I'm I'm not a pet person. Is the most accurate statement there.
3: He likes Cleo the goldfish, and
1: uh, you know, but I love animated animal characters mm-hmm. and um there's a lot of animated dogs which i love winston is definitely among my favorite he's he's so expressive and emotive and the pure joy that he has when he's leaping through the air and there's food that he can just gobble up is just so yeah. so apparent I, I think it's fantastic
3: I uh, give it a three all right
1: what do you do give you? this one?
2: Oh, oh i'll go uh 3.5 I'm going to go five. Nice. I, I love this. Nice. This was my favorite one out of the entire thing. Oh, like,
1: cool. That's awesome. It's it's a very good one. I like it it has a, lot. a doge. It does yep. have a doge. All right. The last one um, came out with, I don't even remember what movie it came out with, but it's the most recent one on the list here. And it's Frozen Fever. So like Tangled, it's a spinoff of the movie. And it's all about Anna's birthday and Elsa, Elsa trying to... I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I wouldn't K. be surprised Anna... by that one. I wouldn't actually be surprised by that one. But, uh, yeah, so Elsa's trying to throw her the perfect birthday, but she has a cold. And she apparently sneezes snow boogers. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands and, of germs running around. Yeah. And not unlike the Tangled one, it's all about the, the thing, all the things that go wrong. But, true to form, Tangle does it better. And
3: I, All those kids were ugly. You said that <laughs> when They were so ugly. Just like the majority of the townspeople <laughs> in Frozen. They're all ugly. They just look I, so yeah. stupid.
1: I do not like the character design in general in Frozen. And they're this like, is the same. We spent
3: all of our money on four characters. That's it.
1: Yeah. And actually, I don't even think those characters are that great. I think... I think they spend more time designing dresses for Anna and Elsa, which look
3: fantastic,
1: than they do anything else. And I feel like it's How a bit can of a ripoff. Sell
3: more toys. Oh sure. What if we put sure. Elsa in a green dress? Change the color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Make her look like a weird peacock. <laughs> it was. It was.
1: I I liked it though. Like their costume design in those films is the only thing that I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Everything else. <sighs> I mean, and the, the the song in this one wasn't as good as any of the songs in the movie either. I thought it was pretty weak.
3: So. I mean,
4: there was the tie-in technically, to the other song. I mean, honestly,
3: yeah. the whole franchise is pretty weak. You know. I mean, still. I, maybe I think. This would have been a good pl- time to, uh, let's say, we could explain some of her powers a little bit more. Oh, or no. They won't do that. Or we could make them more complicated. Right. <laughs> yeah. How about just more complicated? Yep. Sure.
1: Yeah. They. They're, i don't think they're ever going to explain any of the rules behind her magic or her powers and that is kind of annoying um i mean i think the frozen soundtrack is phenomenal so there is that that's it though yeah. so like for me um i gave i give this one a 2
3: Corey? I'll go with a 3 oh I was, I was going to give it a big, fat one. <laughs> big, fat one. Big, fat one, because I Is that I worse don't than a little skinny care. one? Yes. Okay.
1: Just making sure. Yeah, big, fat one. Was this one. your least favorite, then?
3: Ooh, what was the other one I didn't like? You gave
2: a couple of ones. The uh, Russian Girl. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You gave that gone, a one. Right. Oh, on um, TikTok,
1: you gave a one.
3: Oh yeah, TikTok's not as bad as this garbage. Um, <laughs> Tell us uh, how you really
2: feel. And at
3: least the little matchstick girl died, so I mean that ended my suffering. So there suffering was mercy in the end. Suffering, <laughs> um, but Frozen unfortunately just keeps going. Yeah, Frozen two next year. Ugh. The...
1: I'll bring back the review for that one. I'll take one for no, the team. No, no, no,
3: I'm gonna do it.
1: Are you really? Yes. I'm Why listening. would you waste the money on it?
3: I'm kind gonna of tear it. Uh, you
1: do relish that. You do relish yes. that a lot. I love it. My favorite one of my
3: favorite things is to like to go watch movies that you already know you hate. Yes,
1: Beautiful. so yeah, one. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. That's the collection. Um, it's you know, I think a lot of these are available to watch on YouTube. Um, I don't think any of them are going to be on Netflix for very much longer. I think they have been on Netflix, um, off and on. But you know Disney pulling out of Netflix, they're going to slowly start to pull those things off the shelf, as it were. So, uh, I, for me, this is worth owning. I think there's enough um, beautiful animation, fun stories on it to own. Um, I own it, so I recommend it. Overall, I think I would give the collection uh, four. Uh, give the
3: a collection a three. I'm going to go with Josh
2: on, on it with
3: three. With three. Yeah, cool. Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Nice. All right.
1: Want to move into top
3: five?
0: Sure, top five. Cool. And now for another top five. Talking about five.
3: five shorts.
1: I like that Josh comes up with a theme song for most of the things that we do. I should
3: be a bard. You should be. Yep, be a bard. It'll work.
1: The podcast bard. I like it. All right, so we're gonna do kind of a different. Could, we,
3: could our D anD D podcast be like the Bardcast? The Bardcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, we Su- could call Surprise? it. Surprise. We could call it Bard Talk. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs>
4: uh, what do we do? Uh,
1: all right, top five time. So we're doing a little bit of a different top five. We're just going to kind of collectively... We haven't done a
3: regular top five in a long time. <laughs> well, in a sense that we're cheated. not going to
1: really rank these. We're just going to talk about five short films that we want to highlight. Because trying to rank short films is like trying to rank words in the dictionary. There's just there's way too many of them. And we haven't all seen the same ones. And we haven't all seen that many. So... We're yep. just going to talk about five short films which we like. So we're going to start with the ones which we all like, um, and the first one on the list is the Ballad of Nessie. So we just discussed it in our
3: yeah.
1: topic a minute ago, but we all love it. We all gave that one high scores. Yes. Do we all give it? No, we all gave Paperman a five. We didn't I give gave this it one a five. Yeah, you gave it a five. I think we both gave it four, four and a half. Yeah, yeah. So we love it.
3: It was a great short. <laughs> it was. I'll not say I didn't roll the r's in short. Short. <laughs> John, John Short. 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 <laughs> awesome. John Snur. It's a great day. It's a great day here it's in great. South Carolina.
1: I wish they would, I wish that Disney would do more shorts in front of their films. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that they're starting to kind of work that in like Pixar's done always. This was a great one. I remember seeing it and in the theater and thinking, oh man, they just need to do more stuff like this because they're so much fun. You know, they're actually doing a weird thing in the next Pixar movie. We're getting a Disney short instead of a Pixar short, which is really weird to me. I know most people aren't going to be able to even be able to tell the difference or know the difference or whatever. But to me, that's a really weird choice that they're making.
3: Well, yeah, because they're doing uh, a frozen thing in Mm -hmm. front of hot cocoa.
1: Yes, that does make sense. Mm -hmm. Mm, Nice. I like it. So anyway, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing more shorts. I think John Lasseter has been a big influence on the culture of Disney animated features, um, you know, he, driving that short thing. So the next one on the list is our favorite from today, which was Paperman. Yep. Uh, we all loved it. It was our one that we all gave a five.
2: It was a paper cut to our hearts. Oh, <laughs>
1: Corey, you all softy. Great little love story. I think it's a, a perfect little film. So, next we're going to talk about three things. Um, we each brought one of our favorite films to the table. Um, so, how about we start with Josh with Welcome to Hell.
3: Welcome to Hell. I love Welcome to Hell. <laughs> you can check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Like, I, I fell in love with it the moment mm-hmm. I saw it. I was like, hmm, this will be interesting. Clicked on it. It's been saved. I have it saved to my YouTube bread, so it's always on my phone. Mm-hmm. I've watched it I don't even know how many times. Nice. I just love it. It's great.
1: It's a cool cool concept. It's Wish very it would funny. be
3: a whole series. It, it would be a funny series. It would be a great series.
1: I could see that. I could see it being a, a full series. There's a lot of story material potential there.
3: Yeah. I agree.
1: Alright, so I'll go next with mine. Um, mine goes all the way back to nineteen thirty eight. Yep. I'm the, old, I'm the old World. guy back in the day. Old guy in the in the class here. Uh, it's my favorite Mickey Mouse cartoon he Was only in college at that time it's Mickey Donald and Goofy the ultimate trio it's called Mickey's trailer and it is my favorite Mickey Mouse cartoon it's about them going on a little road trip in their little trailer and um, Goofy's driving the car trailer comes unhitched when they're up on this mountain and basically all hell breaks loose as the trailer careens down the hill um, it's full of hilarity, amazing animation, really good comic gags. It's on YouTube, so I recommend everybody go check it out. But it kind of plays on that whole idea that, you know, campers and trailers have all kinds of cool little neat gadgets in them, like fold-away tables and hideaway beds and tuck-away bathrooms and, you know, all these weird things. And so they play on that in a cartoon sense, and it's, it's really awesome. That would
3: be a cool grunge band, tuck-away bathrooms. Tuck-away bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, Andy. Uh, And then um, the last one we have on the list is Corey's Pick, which is a film called Shelter. Shelter,
2: Uh, Which you can find that on YouTube as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, This one I just came across one day, um, and for some reason it it stuck with me. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't want to say too much about the story Mm -hmm. because it's only about five, six minutes long, Mm -hmm. so leave the surprise basically for them. But it, it... Starts off really nice and sweet, and then it'll start to tug at your heartstrings a And then just bit. like an anime, it kicks you when yeah, you're you s- down. It, you're like,
3: oh, this is nice. <laughs> Die.
1: It's cool because it's kind of a gradual reveal of what the actual situation is. Because you kind of gather along the way. You are you're kind of piece it together like, okay, I can kind of see what's going on here. And you start to realize, okay, this isn't yeah. as ideal as it seems. And then at the end you're like, oh, really? oh okay. Oh, so sad. Yeah. So it's a really cool sci-fi kind of story. Mm-hmm beautiful artwork yes I thought it was really really beautiful artwork mm-hmm. and catchy and, music you know we haven't said it it's it's Japanese yeah. you know it, it's, uh, it's uh, subtitled I, did they ever do a dubbing
2: not that I know of and okay. I mean there's only there's, like five sentences yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Really. I'm unaware of any other short Japanese animated films I'm sure there are plenty sure but there's there's I just cameras, haven't yeah. been exposed to any so it was cool to see that mm-hmm. I'm glad you showed it to me because I'll probably pull it up on YouTube and then see what else see what I find down that yeah. rabbit hole um, this is a very cool pick. I'm glad you brought it to the table.
3: Yeah. But it gets your feels. Like yep. Fuyuka, the manga. Um <laughs> It's literally named Fuyuka. You have a female we, character. We don't say cuss words on that. I know. But they have they have Fuyuka and she's the like the heroine. dies chapter 20. And so, then they're like so you're
2: talking about cuss words and drugs
3: now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I, quit. I don't want to be on this thing anymore. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so that's kind of our weird top five.
3: What's that other, what's that one that we watched? Um it was it was a while ago. It was mm-hmm. the old Disney one with Persephone and
1: Oh yeah, it was called That one was good. Uh was it the Goddess of Spring something or like something that. like that? It was that was a good one. A really weird and dark operatic underworld character and that's so cool. dude, it was it was awesome.
3: That Satan was super ah. dope. I'm or pretty sure some of
1: those animators were on some things when they were drawing <laughs> some of the weird, like the Beatles. Disney things that have, like the freaking, um, champagne sequence in Dumbo. Man, that's a <laughs> that's an acid trip if I've ever seen one. Not that I know.
3: <laughs> I don't know from Isn't some that of the Aerosmith previous, concert. Maybe? Yeah, remember the Aerosmith <laughs> concert? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so I think that's about it for today. As you, what are you doing?
3: Nothing, no. Oh, um, I have pins. Oh, I've got pins, Gavin. I can't see. I've got pins, you do. I was gonna try and be like Wolverine, my like, scurvy.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not Wolverine.
3: That's so Wolverine. That is not Wolverine. Not that's at, a, that's uh, a comedy a, button reference.
2: It's a pirate
3: Wolverine.
1: <laughs> I'm sure somebody will do a mashup somewhere
3: steve the pirate and wolverine i doubt it <laughs>
1: of a pirate and wolverine or wolverine as a pirate
3: sure are we done we're we're, this. We're,
1: we were done several minutes ago this and a, none a, of this, this should be in the long podcast
3: episode it's very long is it yes all right well then let's wrap it, it up it seems long it's actually not all right so you guys ready to end this puppy let's do anybody it. anybody have anything else they want to want to chat about Gavin, you do anything cool this weekend? Corey, you do anything cool this weekend? Josh, you do anything cool this weekend? Nope. No. No? Oh, that's...
1: I went bowling last night. That was kind of cool.
3: Oh, man. Sounds cool. (laughs) It was cool.
1: I can't bowl to save my life. I I mean, if you put those cool gutter things up, then yeah, I can bowl.
2: I've still managed to gutter ball with the bumpers up. Well, wow. yeah, you yeah. can't throw it in the other one. <laughs> well, no, like there's a little like two, three. Oh yeah, gap like that, that at the very little, end, at the very uh, end and like, you just... nail that gap. Like, oh oh geez. yeah, jeez, nail that
1: gap.
3: It, oh my gosh, you I, too.
2: If I managed to... <laughs> if I manage to get triple digits in bowling. I th- I th- in Wait, my they have
3: triple digits in bowling? Yeah. Yeah. What? I feel like I beat
2: bowling at that point. If I can, get I thought it nice. ends at like
3: seventy. <laughs> Usually, it does for me. <laughs> Josh
1: has been bowling perfect games for years. Exactly. I thought I was doing really well. Out of a
3: hundred, yeah. Perfect game is three hundred. <laughs> I know. Okay, I didn't know. God. I've I not everybody about, knows I read, bowling I read scores a manga about bowling. So shut oh, up.
1: I forgot. There's sports manga and sports anime. So many. Yep, that's awesome.
3: All right. So, Gravin, yeah. where
2: can everybody find you?
1: And on Instagram and Twitter at GavinAudisonArt. On the
2: web, com. For me, uh, I'm not Gavin. I'm sorry. Corey. <laughs> Corey, where can everybody find you? On uh, Instagram and Twitter at Corey. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate it. And it's never going to no, change. No, I don't hate
3: it. It's just like. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast.
1: On Twitter at Animate Podcast.
3: And Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Animation Station Podcast.
1: We can find us on... We can find us. We can. And you can. On <laughs> the internet, animationstationpodcast.com.
3: You can also find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website on the podcast tab. Yeah. Please leave a like and review.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I actually uh, read an article recently. Uh, they did a study. Yeah,
4: Gavin Reed. I know,
1: I know. They did a study and they proved that you're better looking and more likable the more you review podcasts on iTunes. Oh, so, I, I think I saw that too. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend doing it. You'll have more friends, you'll be more well-liked, and you'll probably get a promotion at work.
2: That really seems like it would actually happen that mm-hmm. way. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, it's science. The article is, it it's article said science. so as well that... Like Liking um, and leaving a high review and telling your friends about Animation Station podcast. Yeah. that
1: I wasn't going to brag that we were mentioned directly in the article. Oh, no, no.
2: On, it's on Forbes. We have to brag about okay, it. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, go review us.
2: It'll make your life, make your life significantly better. better.
3: Mm-hmm. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> so for the Animation Station podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. I'm Corey. Bye-bye, little butterfly.
1: Made you look? Oh, how
4: dare oh, you! Oh, you stole it! How <laughs> dare you? Toulouse. <laughs> 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 you can't take it from me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Animation Station podcast.